0: You're listening to the Sports Brothers Podcast by Sam and Brian Dostler. Everything sports, all the time.
1: What's going on everybody? You are listening to the Sports Brothers Podcast with Sam and Brian Dostler. And Sam, to me, it's almost kind of feel like you're a guest of my show today. Because, well, I was going to do this podcast by myself. I was literally set to go. I was ready to go. I was just going to go to the bathroom really quickly, come back downstairs and get the show rolling. And then you walk in with Father after a nice round of golf. And I said, do you want to join me? And here you are. Yes,
0: here I am. And it was a, well, it was nice to be outside the round of golf itself. Not so good. A little rusty, I think. It's been about three and a half weeks since I played. and It was ugly out there.
1: Oh, it was raining at the at the country club. Not where you were. You no, or, I, didn't, I
0: didn't see a drop of rain. I got out of the car. Oh, it was downpouring. I got out of the car and said, Dad, it looks like it uh, rained a little bit here. And so it did. What time did you get out? 3 o'clock. 7.30
1: to 3, good shift. Uh, yeah. What, was and what
0: did you have to uh, go in for?
1: Because Jeremy went to go golfing elsewhere, so they wanted an extra guy. Huh. present, so I said, sure, I'll get an extra extra couple bucks. Anyways, um, Sam, my opening today, you kind of ruined it because you're here, but I'll still do it anyways, was I was going to make fun of you because uh, every time you go golfing, you always come back and you say you fixed your swing. That's, did you fix your swing? Oh, no, oh no. Oh Are no. you the next Jordan Spieth after today's round of golf?
0: I certainly did not fix my swing, and speaking of Jordan Spieth, you got to like his chances next week at the British Open. Yeah, already, and then you hate to see it, but with the uh, the little Roy McElroy mishap there, broke
1: his ankle playing soccer.
0: Is it broken? I Hurt know, or fractured
1: broken. or something. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's it's not healthy. All right, you were listening oh, no, to <laughs> you were listening to the Sports Brothers podcast, and it's going to be a quicker show. Again, this was only supposed to be me, but Sam came at the last second. We're going to finish the off. Yeah, a little little popping. Little popping. Pop in podcast. Uh, we're gonna finish off the NBA free agency Lamarcus Aldridge. He goes to the Spurs and some other moves. Women's World Cup. The US they beats Japan five to two. And I'm gonna tell you why, folks. Why Alex Rodriguez should not be in the All Star game. That will be later in the show. No stump the bro. There will be stump the bro on Friday's podcast. And on Friday's podcast, Sam and I will have our little own uh, MLB Midseason Awards show, talk about all the other All-Stars. Uh, so that's going to be a good time. Uh, look forward to that podcast and on where Friday. where will Sam
0: be coming to you from on Friday?
1: State College, Pennsylvania. Yeah,
0: home of the Nittany Lions of Penn State. We are. Penn State. I'm going to try to walk into the stadium, see if I can pull it off.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, if you're literally right there, right? You, yeah. you said the stadium's.
0: I mean, what's the worst they tell me to do, leave? Leave, yeah. Okay. All right. And then I'll tell him I was at Joe Pa's last game, and that's probably not a
1: good memory, so I might not want to say that. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. All right, so let's talk about it, Sam. Free agency, two words for you. LaMarcus Aldridge, he goes to San Antonio Spurs, and San Antonio, Sam, becomes the immediate winners of this NBA free agency.
0: They certainly do. I mean, what a huge get. Uh, just four years, eighty million. Aldridge, a, a double double guy, a guy who's a really great scorer. And not only does he make this year's Spurs team, but he helps bridge that gap from the Tim Duncan era to what will be the next era whenever Tim Duncan does decide to retire. And I mean, if if you're a player who wants to win, why wouldn't you go to the Spurs?
1: David West, same deal. And he turns down $13 million from the Pacers, takes a $12 million pay cut, just takes a veteran minimum with the Spurs, and look, he's instantly on, on an NBA Finals championship team. And you know
0: what the biggest thing about that is? Is now they have this really solid three-man rotation with Duncan and West and Aldridge, and West and Aldridge, obviously the younger guys, you can limit Duncan's numbers even more now. You can save him even more now,
1: absolutely, as, as
0: he comes back for yet another year, which I think is a huge part of this. Duncan, of course, he's still going to play. He's still going to play often, but he doesn't his, need he doesn't need to a guy
1: he doesn't need to be playing thirty five minutes in November.
0: Right. You have other guys that can now fill that role.
1: Oh, it's it's huge. It's
0: a, it's a monster, monster, and I think yes, the Aldridge one was great, but the West one, the David West side oh, that's is the just, one that really yeah.
1: allows you to do that. It changes the dynamic of that team. I, I think mean, the top it, I ten think,
0: players on that team.
1: I think I, I think it changes the the dynamic of the conference as well. I mean, you look at the Warriors, right? This is a tough team to match up with now. The Spurs. I mean, they don't have any true right. big men. I mean they just we'll talk about David Lee, he just got chipped well, off you're the Well, saying, You're
0: saying Golden State doesn't have any true big men.
1: Golden State, exactly. I mean obviously the defending NBA champion, so they're the team with a big target in their back. You know, I, I don't think that – it's gonna be tough for that team to beat him down low. Yeah, and they were lucky
0: that Kevin Love was out in that series because if Kevin Love's playing, they can't go. They probably can't go as small as they go. Probably not. So you you know, it's it's one of those instances where, and in the, in the Spurs they won't go small just because Golden State goes small necessarily. They're gonna play to their strengths, and you, you know it's funny you hear all the talk about. With especially after Golden State wins at Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the guard league, guard league, guard league. You look at the Spurs, all of a sudden they have this three-headed monster down low, and it's like, wow, it's, look yeah. at these bigs. And although I did hear a good point, it, it's a ball movement league. That's what it's all about. The last and the two Spurs teams, The last move. two teams who have won, and, and even going back to Miami, they move the ball. They move it, they move it, they move it. Another thing about the Spurs is why I think they're going to be so much better. A guy like Patty Mills, he's going to be better next year. Full full off season to get that shoulder back and healthy to go. He should be better this year. Um, you can you'll ha- Mando Ginobili, if he decides to come. Did he decide to come back yet?
1: Ginobili, yeah. He I don't is. think he's officially signed, but on Twitter yesterday he did say I'm coming back okay. for another year. So,
0: I mean, his num his minutes will be able to go down a little bit. It's, I mean, man, they're like ten deep.
1: Yeah, and just like the Warriors were. I mean, they they were they were deep as well in in this past NBA Finals. David Lee, Sam. Just a few hours ago, got shipped off to Boston for Gerald Wallace—a straight-up deal. So Wallace goes to Golden State, and Danny Ainge, Sam. I love this pickup for the Boston Celtics. Gerald Wallace didn't play all that much down the stretch in the playoffs. He didn't—he wasn't in there during big-time uh, situations for the Celtics. But they get David Lee, who was just on, of course, the NBA championship team, Golden State Warriors. And just two years ago, saying this guy. Was an All Star. He averaged 18 points, 9 rebounds. It's almost a double double. And you look at this front court now for the Celtics, and you got David Lee, Amir Johnson. Who they picked up from the Toronto Raptors, Kelly Olynyk, Jared Sullinger, Tyler Zeller. I really, really love what Danny Ainge is doing in Boston.
0: Yeah, he's moving them in the right direction. And and not only do you get a guy in Lee who, when he plays, can average double double type numbers. Uh, you're getting a guy. Who's, who's the consummate professional? Absolutely. And with a lot of young guys in that locker room, it's really going to help in that sense as well. Uh, so that's something I don't think that can be overlooked.
1: So you really like this deal? Yeah, I think it's a good move. I, for him. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great move because he's going to a- produce. Yeah, he's yeah, going to put up good
0: numbers for you. And he's also a, a guy who can be a team leader. He's been on a championship team now, uh, he's been through different experiences. So he's going to know how to help mold these guys for the future. And like I said, he's going to put up some solid numbers for you.
1: Both these guys, Wallace and Lee, thirty-two years old, but Wallace hasn't had a hasn't averaged double-digit points in the last three years.
0: I would put money on Wallace not playing a game for Golden Probably
1: State. Probably not. So is this?
0: It's a money dumping. It's moment.
1: a money dumping. So look look at the contracts. Lee is is uh, set to get fifteen million next season, then a free agent. Joe Wallace is going to get ten million. During next season, there'll be a free agent. But yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I mean, he's going to play David Lee minutes, right? And David Lee got what? Sometimes 10 minutes, and sometimes they yeah. play it all. So it's it's not like they're going to expect David Wallace to be a big time contributor there in, no, in Golden State. Not at all. I, I think it's a, it's it's a, a great pickup. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, Laker fans, you made some moves. It might have been Plan E and Plan F, but uh, you got some players. You traded for Roy Hibbert. For a future second-round pick, you pick up uh, his contract as well, $15.5 million. But the Lakers, since no one did, came to the free agency, they have the money to spend on these guys. Uh, and Lou Williams and Sam, I think this is a good pickup. Three years, $21 million. Uh, was just a sixth man of the year from the Toronto Raptors.
0: 15.5 points per game, uh, better than 40% shooting. Yeah, it's, it's a nice move. You know what cracks me up before we get really into this, the moves for the Lakers? Uh, just listening to the radio on the way here and in the past years, every year you say, oh, well, well yeah, the Lakers, they'll get, they're going to probably, they could get so-and-so in free agency and the Knicks can get so-and-so in free agency. And it's like, well, if they can get all these guys, how come they're, well, they're not? Yeah, how it's come like, they're, yeah, can exactly. Can we maybe stop having that discussion every year? Oh, like, yeah, Kevin Love? Yeah, <laughs> he'll be a Laker in the offseason of 2015. Oh, oh Russell Westbrook? yeah. He'll probably be there. Are you, are you sure? Are you sure about that?
1: Because the track record has changed yeah. in the last couple of years. Has completely it's changed.
0: Like, I don't know. It's just it, It's just one of my pet peeves.
1: I mean, look, these players are they're they're good role players. I mean, they'll they'll, they'll play heavy minutes in Los Angeles because who else is going to play them?
0: Well, Hibbert, man, he uh, just he, two years ago, he, yeah, it was like Roy Hibbert might single-handedly beat the Miami Heat in the postseason. Nice job picking your toes right in the middle of this
1: podcast, yeah. by the way just Maybe. called you
0: out on worldwide radio.
1: You did. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, they're they're two good pickups. I like them. But, again, the Lakers didn't set out to say we want to acquire no. Roy Hibbert and Lou Williams at the beginning of this offseason.
0: You know what I heard on the radio on the way over here? What? Uh, Sirius XM NBA radio. They're still looking to get DeMarcus Cousins. Who
1: are they going?
0: It's a th- They've slowed th- it th- out, both Russell, D'Angelo Russell, and uh, Julius Randle. Oh, I've heard that,
1: too. Why I wouldn't? Why move. would you trade your future for a present that if, won't be any significance? If you, if be you could trade Randall
0: for Cousins straight up, okay.
1: I wouldn't give up the. I love
0: D'Angelo Russell. I wouldn't give up I both of give, them just because they're young. I wouldn't give up both of them. Well, Demarcus Cousins. Is I understand. Like 24, he's twenty-four. I understand that, but, but I would not give up Russell. I think he's going to be a real star in this league, and I think he's a a better person. He's, he's going to be much less of a headache than uh, DeMarcus Cousins is. I, tell, I know we touched upon it, but that, phew, there's going to be some stories out of that Kings uh, locker room if that team stays together. It could be, could be the, the
1: 21st century version of the bad boys over there. But no, to, they won't be they as are. good. Well, they won't be as good, but in terms of locker room... Uh,
0: Forget Hard Knocks NFL. Get Hard Knocks over there with the Kings.
1: <laughs> Seriously, that's a good <laughs> Who'd point. Who'd they
0: pick this year? Coley Stein. No, 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 no. For oh,
1: I... I don't know. I've it's worked. always such a. It's always a team that's just starving. For, it's never like the. Well, the Patriots never led, but it's never like the the Seahawks or the the Steel. It's it's always just teams. Texans, like okay, Texans. All right, like
0: G. G. Watt, you know he's a good guy.
1: The Browns that had him was like last year. Like the Cincinnati
0: Bengals, or was it when they was it when was Chad Ochocinco on the Bengals when they cut him or something? Or no, that was when they did Miami.
1: Right. I don't know. I. It's a dumb show. It is. It is. It really is. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to uh, the Dallas Mavericks, Sam. Now, we all know that they signed DeAndre Jordan. Good for the Mavericks. Good pickup. Not saying it's not. However, if I'm DeAndre Jordan, I'm talking to you specifically, because I know you're listening. There's no doubt about it. It's a bit of a head scratcher that you decide to go to Dallas. Because... You look at Dallas, and they don't really have a point guard there. They don't. They, uh, let's see, J.J. Barea, he's a free agent. Devin Harris, he's under contract. He's the other point guard. You leave Chris Paul in the Clippers. Okay, you don't want to be with Chris Paul? Great. But go to a team with a point guard. Go to a team, maybe Portland. They have Damian Lillard. Go to Toronto. They have Kyle Lowry. But, Sam, I think – the best situation for him, if he wanted to get money, play right away, and play with a point guard, is Washington D.C. and play with John Wall. Because, I mean, talking about this is a, DeAndre Jordan is a player that relies on the pick and roll for his offense, broken plays offensively, and offensive rebounds. He doesn't yep. have he doesn't have a jumper outside five feet. I
0: think well, he compares very much to Tyson Chandler. I think very similar games. Chandler might. Chandler might have been better in the pick and roll, even. But um, Jordan's probably more athletic. But they're similar. I, I, they, they are he, very similar. But I mean, it's he like, relies heavily on a point guard for his. Uh, there must have been. There has to have been something. Um, I mean, good a, a miss in that clubhouse in that locker room.
1: There, there has. To, I mean, look. I just I, – I don't think that this move, DeAndre Jordan going to – I understand they also got Wesley Matthews. They still have Dirk Navinsky, Monte Ellis is gone, so you lose a guard there. Again, this is a guard-oriented league. I don't see these two moves, especially DeAndre Jordan, as saying, okay, this is going to put them over the top of the Western Conference and, and slide them into the NBA Finals talk. I, Sam, I, I just can't put them there. They'll be in the playoffs.
0: They'll be about where they were this year.
1: I mean, they'll be a five, and, six seed or whatever. But
0: Dirk is—he's going into his eighteenth year. Yeah, he's just he, getting older by the minute, and he still puts up points. He, he still scores, but he can't move like he used to. I don't know. It's Dirk, a, it, Dirk isn't at this point in Dirk's career. He needs to be—he needs to be similar to a Tim Duncan, where he has a lot of. He's not. You can't win solely with Tim Duncan anymore. Tim Duncan's still great. Dirk Nowitzki. He's still. A, he's still great, but neither of them at this point can lead their team to a championship, on their own. No, they they can't be the lead piece in that.
1: It's, if he. Oh, I would just love if he went to Washington D.C. Did he ever consider? Probably. I mean, he goes to the Probably Eastern not. Conference. The easier the two conferences. The East picked
0: up barely anything
1: in free agency. I know. I mean, Mo Williams goes to the Cavs. All right, that, that helps the Cavs. But and the Cavs didn't have to do that much. They, they did.
0: They're banking – Love and Irving have to be healthy. If they're healthy – they're, They're fine.
1: fine. They're fine. Uh, you, you had uh, – I think the Celtics are the, honestly the winners of the Eastern Conference, if you ask me. I mean, the Raptors, they had – Milwaukee,
0: added... nice, that was a nice Okay. All right,
1: yep. Uh, the Knicks, the, you know, they, they didn't do terrible this offseason, Sam. As much as we want to criticize them for the Porzingis pick, uh, Aaron Afalo, Robin Lopez, they agreed to a sign-in trade with Kyle O'Quinn with the, with the Orlando Magic. Not a terrible offseason. They got some players. Uh, and, again, just – Gave Phil Jackson some time. Uh, but, you know, again, DeAndre Jordan, oh, I would have loved to see him go hey, um, anywhere also, else. But you Dallas. know what team
0: that in the West took the biggest step back? It's definitely the Trailblazers. They lost their three, oh. four, and five. Wesley Matthews to Dallas. Um, <clears throat> Aldridge, who we talked about, to the Spurs. And then Lopez, who we just mentioned, to the Knicks. Well, don't
1: forget, they added Al Farika Aminu. Good for them. Right? Lil- Lillard, he signed for $125 million. Anthony Davis got 145, or 140. So you're saying he made 20 or 20? I don't think you can put him on that kind of pedestal. Lillard? Lillard. No,
0: he's not that good.
1: He's not that good. But I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think he will see a huge decline in Portland.
0: Oh, they're, they, huge. I don't, I don't know that they're a playoff team.
1: Uh, yeah, seriously.
0: I mean, and I mean, we got to wait till the dust does completely settles. But the way things stand right now, I don't think they're a playoff team.
1: I don't think so either. All right. Well, let's head to. Some World Cup talk, briefly. Sam, twenty five point four million people, including myself, watched the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team defeat Japan's National Soccer Team five to two. I even watched part of it. Did you yeah. second half? Yeah. So after to, everything, it was happened. five to two. Oh, I was five half. two. Nice. It
0: was like I looked and it was two to nothing. Then I looked again and it was. I was like four and I nothing. like what the heck is going on
1: here? Went to Buffalo Wild Wings with a couple of friends, Damon Gray and Matt Bossy. And within the first 15 minutes, the game was over. It really was. Carly Lloyd, three goals, a hat trick in 16 minutes. And all of a sudden, the U.S. was up 4-0. And it was just like, whoa. Uh, but how about the, the 57-yarder for the goal, Sam?
0: Yeah, that was impressive. Apparently, they were ta- Colin was talking about him on the show, Colin Coward. Like the sun or something was in the eyes or something, and they couldn't believe. Oh, the yeah, and they couldn't believe that you didn't go out there with a hat. There was one of the the soccer guys was on talking about it with them. Hmm. I don't know,
1: but it was uh, it was a fun experience going to Buffalo Wild Wings. It was a good time. Um, did you get? Did you wear a USA shirt? I did not. I did wear US colors though. I had my Red Sox, uh, two thousand four World Series, so it has red, white, and blue. That was after uh, they beat uh, Hanley hit. That was the game where Hanley hit the one-handed home run pretty Sox, much. Sock, baby. Win it. Five. Five back. back. Give them the trophy. Man, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's knock on some wood here. Right.
0: Remember, I, I that was the joke during UConn season. Remember I kept saying, cut down the nets.
1: Yeah. After every win. That was, that was, yeah, two lane. lane.
0: Let's go. Cut them down, baby. Great <sighs> right 4th right. of July for UConn, by the way.
1: All right. Well, I forgot to say that we're going to do this in the opening, but we are going to do another city bus tour this time, Sam. We're going back to Washington, D.C. ...on the
0: rubber, the 2-2 home. Swinging in as he struck him out. The 2013 Red Sox are the world
1: champions. And Boston Strong. The 3-2 pitch.
0: Swung on a drill to right field. Going back down. On the track. At the wall. See ya. See ya. See ya. Oh, what a ball game. A game. Derek
1: Jeter, he is Mr. November. 17 seconds from Game 7, or from Championship Number 6, Jordan, open,
0: Chicago with the lead! Michael Jordan running on the Munes with 45 points. An record, and a 3 3
1: reason why I said back, Sam, is because we've actually been to Washington, D.C. twice in our life. Great city. It really is. Fantastic it makes city. Makes you feel very patriotic. I'll tell you.
0: We've been on a lot of historic tours in our days. The best tour Hands of down. any tour that I've ever been on was the walking tour of the night that relived the night of the Abraham Lincoln assassination. That tour guide, who initially I didn't think I'd like, painted a picture like never be- – I could literally see everything he said
1: happening. It was amazing. It really was. If but- I
0: were ever to go back and show up for that tour, whether it be with
1: our family or
0: with other people, and he wasn't there – Or by yourself. Or by myself, <laughs> I would just leave. I'd be like, nope, nope. It's, it's, it's not whoever.
1: By the way, he did – I don't know if you remember this or agree with me, but he did look like Mr. Amundsen. That I tour guy. Think so. He cried or the tour the <laughs> tour <laughs> guy, he cried at the end. He cried at uh when at John booth at Four Theater.
0: But I'll tell you, he poured his heart into it. He was unbelievably descriptive. And I, I mean he was literally he was describing things where like the riding the horse down the street.
1: I remember that too. And
0: yeah. I could picture these horses riding down the street like it was eighteen sixty five. Yep. It was like the, we were sitting in front of the house where they tried to the murder the guy, Yep. and I could see these people running out of the house. It was like I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is great." <laughs> I don't know if anyone else in the tour group had this, but I mean, obviously you did. So I'm sure other people did.
1: The the horse the horse was is one of the things I do remember. I think it was kind of like a backstory. It was someone was I think that yeah. was like Wilkes Wilkes Boot's uh, yeah. horse that he was going to ride. And and you could just picture the horse. Just. And this is like
0: some busy street in D.C. now that we're looking down. It's like Main Street, D.C. And all of a sudden, I'm like, the cars aren't there.
1: It's just a horse. Just a horse. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this guy's good. All right, Sam. D.C. athletes had to do some research for this. But we have, uh, let's see, six candidates here for the best athlete of Washington, D.C. history. And remember, folks, you can vote on this as well. As, uh, actually, I will tell you in a moment, but I'm pretty sure uh, Tom Brady was the guy that uh, won the Boston. Uh, so, I'll let that once that loads. So, Sam, first off, uh, what do you think of these candidates, of, of these guys?
0: I like them. You did a great job. Um, am I supposed to read them off? Is that what you're getting Oh, uh, You or? could do
1: that and talk about them a little bit, or All I right, can't. Well,
0: we, we, well, we'll go with, uh, well... Redskins wide receiver Art Monk, 1980-1993, uh, 14 seasons, three-time Super Bowl champ, played in four, Pro Bowl three times, 80s all-decade team, uh, college football uh, at Syracuse, Hall of Famer, uh, Capitals left wing Alex Ovechkin still playing, first overall pick in 2004. Uh, he's won the Hart Trophy, the MVP three times, uh, leading goal scorer in the regular season three times, but the big thing there, no Stanley Cup appearances yet for Ovechkin, uh, Bullets power forward Elvin Hayes, seventy-two to eighty-one, just nine seasons. Uh, played for numerous different teams, but it was all part of the fra- same franchise. Well, Baltimore. he did
1: play for other franchises, but he played for the Baltimore Capital and Washington Bullets, which I didn't realize that they went through three different name changes in about five or six years.
0: Well, the Bullets isn't a great one.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, first it's overall, funny
0: after, especially what happened with, like Gilbert Arenas and stuff.
1: Elvin, Elvin Hayes, 12-time All-Star, uh, let's see, uh, two-time NBA rebounding leader, sixth all-time, Wizards all-time leading scorer. Uh, funny story with him is he first picked up a basketball when, he's eight year, or when he was in eighth grade, Sam, got in trouble because his teacher thought it was a prank, uh, and he was obviously wrongly accused, but he fell in love with the game. Uh, a prank of what? It didn't specify. It was just like a prank and I th- maybe dribbling. I don't know. At that time period, who knows what was you know right and wrong there. Um, but didn't play his JV team his freshman year of high school, but by his senior year he was averaging uh, a small amount of 35 points a game for his Britton High School in Louisiana. John Riggins, also nine seasons with the Redskins, running back all-time leading rusher. Eleven thousand three hundred fifty-two. That's good for seventeenth all time. Uh, and actually, Sam, he didn't play in the nineteen eighty season over a contract dispute with uh, Jack Party, the owner at the time. Uh, but a guy named a guy named Joe Gibbs came in the next year, nineteen eighty-one, and and gave him a nice little healthy contract there. Uh, Joe Gibbs, certainly one of the arguably the greatest coach in the Washington D.C. Uh, sports. And then let's see two more: Daryl Green. This defensive back from the Redskins, 1983-2002, to 2002, spent all 20 NFL seasons with the Redskins. And really, if, if there's a guy, especially on the defensive side, if, when you think watching the Redskins, you think Darrell Green, seven-time pro bowler, uh, part of the 1990s all-decade team, 54 cr- career interceptions. That's the 21st all-time franchise record. And then lastly, Sam. Walter Johnson pitched for the Washington Senators back in the day in 1907 to 1927. I mean, three-time Triple Crown winner is a pitcher that's wins, strikeouts, ERA, five-time e, five-time AL. It's hard sometimes naming uh, off list. Five-time AL ERA champion, twelve-time AL strikeout champion, MB record 110 strikeouts. He's on the MLB All Century Team and will be All Time Team.
0: 110 career shutouts. What did I say? Strikeouts.
1: Oh, okay. Um, second all-time in career wins, 417. I mean, the list goes on with him. So, uh, a pretty good uh, pretty good bunch there.
0: It is. Uh, do you want me to start, or do you want to go first?
1: I'll go. Walter Johnson. I, I mean, I, I really – it's – before I – Walter Johnson was the last guy I found. Um, it was going to be between Daryl Green and Elvin Hayes. Uh, just beca- I mean, both those guys have done so much for the Redskins and for the Bullets. But Walter Johnson, I mean, pretty much. If you look at the pitching category, he leads it, or he's in the top five in in the history of Still. Major League Baseball. Still, yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to go with Daryl Green, uh, defensive back. You, you went through his stats. Uh, in in addition to that, he he had 497 tackles in his career. He played 295 games, and uh, the you know he played such a long career. And you just look at all the seasons where he played uh, at least 16 games uh in eighty seven was the first time he did and i 'll count down this quickly one two three uh four five times in those twenty years did he play he played less than sixteen games only five times so he was out there every single game uh only two times did he play less than double digit games uh in his career that was eighty nine and then in ninety two uh i think washington d c they I think their favorite team they identify themselves I think most as Washington Redskins fans
1: more so than the Nationals <laughs>
0: especially cuz the Nationals haven't been there all that yep. long uh in the grand scheme of things uh, the, uh just then the two Super Bowls all decade team in the 90s uh I, I think you you got to go with him he's one of the, he's if not the most iconic he's one of the top most iconic figures in the Washington sports landscape
1: some honorable mentions that didn't quite make the cut. Clinton Portis, you probably heard his name before. Uh Wes Unsold, thirteenth all-time career rebounder, five time NBA All-Star. Joe Thismman, same, didn't know this. He is not in the football in the NFL Hall of Fame. He's in the College Hall of Fame for his days on Dame, but not in uh in Canton. Um and then Patrick Ewing, who you wanted on this list. I did want him on this list. Would you have picked him?
0: Uh you know,
1: it's, because it's, it's, tough it's tough
0: because it's such a small sample size. It's only four years. Uh,
1: Whereas Daryl Green, but, your mean, guy, is 20 years. By
0: far the best college athlete that they've seen in the D.C. area. I mean, About if we were doubt. doing a college list, I mean, just the things that he did in his time. Uh, 85 na- college player of the year, national player of the year, uh, NCAA finals, most outstanding, pl- uh, most outstanding player, uh, 84 champion, three-time uh, consensus first team, all american two time big east i mean player of the year. i mean that is some heavy stuff that is some serious stuff and uh, and he did it when the i mean the big east was it was always a tough conference, but it was tough then in the mid eighties i mean it was oh it was crazy tough
1: where do you want to go next for the city bus tour Sam well we've stuck to the east coast
0: we could push our way out west a little bit
1: how west we got we got dallas um Let's see, who else? We got. uh, Let's go go
0: somewhere in the middle of the country, and then we'll go all the way out west.
1: Chicago? Yeah. All right, Chicago. We know who the winner is, but Chicago.
0: I guess we do, huh?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, second place is not too bad, right? Ernie Banks? There you go. All right, so uh, Sam picks Jill Green. I pick Walter Johnson. Now, folks, you can vote. Off our website, and uh, or off the Nico Empire, or off our website, the dot wordpress dot com. And Tom Brady is through. I just checked, and How the votes vote? are in: five votes for nice. Brady, one vote for Bobby Orr, and one vote for Larry Bird. Uh, so,
0: who did you? Oh, you picked Brady, right? I picked Brady. I picked Larry Legend, and it wasn't my vote. Did you vote for anyone? I did or not. Did you let our fans speak for themselves?
1: I let the fans speak for themselves. I know Damon Gray picked Bobby Orr. I know Chad picks uh, Tom Brady. I don't know anybody else. So
0: hopefully the randos from around the world.
1: Hopefully. Uh, so we will be in Chicago on Friday. So Who's supposed to go tuned. to Chicago, the windy city. Yeah, the Cubs. Legally. John Lester first career hit last Good night for him. Oh, it was great. David Ross. What, what was, was his final face? pitching line last night? I don't know. I didn't see it. But John Lackey got the win.
0: Mets ended up winning. They did. Unfortunately, Beat no. That- the Mets. Meet Fortunately Novak Djokovic had been this out morning.
1: That was Serena disappointing. uh came back.
0: Did she win? I uh, so she won the last two sets against Azarenka. She, she was down 1-0 when I left for uh my attempt at golf today.
1: Your attempt. There you go. All right. All well, right. well,
0: we're going to let Brian finish up here with a uh, little rant. So a uh, bit of a early mic drop if you will and uh the next time I'll speak to you guys I'll be I don't know. What am I going to do for a mic drop when I'm in Pennsylvania? I don't know. Well,
1: before the well, show, you, know you can figure it well,
0: out. Uh, we'll figure it out. It's all I... about improvising and working on the fly, and uh, that's what we're going to do. So we are mic dropping.
1: I'm sure the fans love that. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they hear right now. All right, well, let's play the music. Buckle up, everybody. It is time for Brian's Confessions Corner. I just want to put this out there that Alex Rodriguez, what he's done this season so far before the All-Star break, hit 284, 1,600 runs, 40, RBIs. That's a good season. That's an All-Star type year. You know, those numbers deserve to be in the All-Star game. However, and this is what people need to hear, when you have a guy like Alex Rodriguez, it goes past the numbers with him. Because obviously with the steroids, the the amount of times that he has lied becomes more than just the numbers. It becomes him as a person. El Riga is booed in every single ballpark except for Yankee Stadium. And There's a reason behind that because no one likes him. People want him to go away. They can't wait for this 39-year-old to get away from baseball. The Yankees themselves are trying to, to – uh, they, they settled their $6 million bonus for – a-Rod hitting uh, his 600th career home run. They don't want to have that money. They give half to charity. They should give all of it to charity, but that's another story for another day. But people voted against A-Rod the person, not A-Rod the 2015 season numbers, because those are all-star worthy. But A-Rod's personality is not all-star worthy. Perfect example comes from last year. Derek Jeter. Jeter not only got voted to the All-Star Game after having one of the worst seasons of his career, but he was voted a starter in the All-Star Game. Why? Because he was a person. Because he's the, the face of baseball, or he was the, at the time the face of baseball. His 20th season, everything he'd done for baseball and this was baseball, uh, the fans, America's gift to Jeter, saying, We want you to be in this last All-Star game. We want you batting second. We want you to be the sharding shortstop one last time for the AL squad. But A-Rod doesn't get that. <laughs> he, he does not get that. In fact, it, it's the complete opposite. He gets booze. He gets. You know, nothing good, nothing good comes with arod nothing good comes with him. That's why it shouldn't be surprised that he's not an all star all this all well, he's the biggest snub of the all star break numbers wise, yes, but look at him as a person and is it really that big of a surprise to you? Is it really surprising that only new york and and really voted for him in in this for this all star break again he's the most Hated player in sports. People want him to go away. And people voted against Alex Rodriguez the person rather than Alex Rodriguez the 2015 player. And that's why he's on the All-Star Game. Alright, a little bit of a quick rant there, but that's going to do it for today's podcast. Folks, make sure that you vote, vote, vote for the best Washington, D.C. athlete of all time. Uh, court, uh, go over your choices one more time. It's Art Monk, the Washington Redskins receiver, Capitals left wing, Alex Ovechkin, Bullets power forward Elvin Hayes, Redskins running back John Riggins, Redskins uh, defensive back Daryl Green, and Washington Senators starting pitcher Walter Johnson. So vote. It's going to be part of this post, as you can see right now below you. Again, Tom Brady is through uh, after the Boston athletes. So Let's uh, let, you know. Let's, let's call it a show today. That's that's all we're gonna do. So have a great week. We will see you on Friday. We'll, where we'll we be in Chicago talking the All Star. It's gonna be a good one. Have a great day, folks.